If you're easily offended, jokes are you. If you secretly hate women, jokes are you. It's Tally, Mel, and Lauren talking about whoring, how not to be boring. It's Thursday, y'all. It is Thursday. Thought we wasn't coming, but we're here. We like again, but we here. You know, I, it really should be Friday. Has this week been really long for anybody it's else? It's the longest week of my life. And I keep thinking I missed something that I was supposed to do, like super important. I keep cracking up my plan. Something's happening this weekend. I don't know what it is. And I didn't write it down. So when it happens, I'll let you guys know. <laughs> You yeah. should just go stand outside until you remember. Sometimes I, I am. I'm going to stand outside my planner like, does anybody know where I'm supposed to be? <laughs> oh, yeah. I felt like Somebody that. I need to start writing stuff down because someone asked me to do something in April. I'm like, sure. And I'm like, I know there's something I need to do. But I forgot. Exactly. And then next thing you know, the day will come and you're like, oh, my God. And they remind yeah. some kind of Instagram posts like, Mel going to be here at noon. You're like, it's 1130. I have a show and they were like, we need your picture for the flyer. I was like, what the fuck? What are y'all talking about? What are y'all talking about? And then I was like, oh, I did agree to do that. <laughs> so last week, because I'm always talking to Damon because he'll just come out DMs like, hey, you want to do a show on the fuck of never? And I'd be like, yeah, sure. And I forget about it until he tags me in the Instagram story. And I'm like, oh, fuck. Yep, Damon, man, because Damon will come like with three, four different dates. So I, I had to write them down because I had, this is before, I work better out of planner. I'm chaotic anyway. But I realized with organization, I'm a much happier, productive bunny. Because when I wasn't writing that shit down, she'll be popping up. I'm supposed to be two places at the same time at eight o'clock. How I'm going to do that? It's just one me. And if it was two me, I would get more shit done. But it's just me. Well, I'm at the point in my 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 age where, like, when I've double booked myself or overextended myself, I'm just going to pass out. I'm going to faint. <laughs> I'm not going to nothing. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to any of it. I'm so, just going <laughs> to start disintegrating. I'm just going to cease to exist. For just about to melt, no biggie. But you know what? Shout out to all of us. We, and the fucking world we're almost back open are y'all vaccinated not yet but they sent me the link saying i was eligible because i'm fat and so i'm going i'll let you i was a veteran so you know they already you know hit my phone i'd be forgetting sometimes you say you a veteran and i'd be like of what and then i realized you have to <laughs> <be> the army <laughs> that's crazy i go monday to get the backy and i'm gonna be shooting um the video for my hit single back that ass up Period. I agreed to be in it. So that's my first. I actually part. have already picked out my outfit. What's crazy is I didn't know you were serious when I said it, but I had already put my back that ass up outfit aside. So I'm really ready. I'm, I'm really you know ready. What? I don't know if you can get Juvenile involved in that, but that will be some great little promo right now for Juvenile. If he dropped a verse on back that ass up. He's honestly at risk because he's at least 49. Exactly. So this is important. His demise over 30. Maybe he won't. Um, I'm sorry. I don't know why when we talked about Juvenile not being well, I immediately thought of um, Love and Hip Hop Miami. And um, why did your name just walk out of my head? Trick Daddy. Uh, Prayers of the Trick Daddy. Lupus. Are, have y'all watched? I, I know who I'm talking to. Y'all have not put your fucking eyes on it. The Love and Hip Hop Mega Mansion shit where they have all the different seasons staying in the same house. No, no because garbage. I watched an educational superhero shit on TV. I don't, it's not that I'm opposed to watching it. It's just, so my person, I'm very indulgent. 
So if I start indulging in TV ignorance and foolishness on the regular, then that's all I'm going to become. Like that's, that's, it's going to be it for me. So I have to really stay away because me and my friends got really heavy into the Real Housewives of Potomac and I'm not even into reality shows where that shit consumed me. I love Potomac. Oh my God. I was falling down rabbit holes about the shit and really like researching these people's lives. And I'm like, you know what? You need a minute. You need a break. I had to divest from reality TV at one point. I forgot because I used to love me some good old Bad Girls Club when it was good, Mm. good. Mm. I loved it, but I don't know when I watched Love and Hip Hop up until I forgot when I stopped watching. I think maybe around the time Rashida Mama ran over um Kirk's bike. That was so hilarious. That was that's that's when I was like, you know what? I I love it. I gotta I gotta divest. I really loved the first season of Love and Hip Hop that came out in Atlanta. It was like that was a big like internet watching it together moment. Cause I'll never get when uh, Stevie was getting in the car with Jocelyn and leaving and Mimi knocked on that door and said, what the fuck is you doing? Where are you going? And he said, I was looking for you. But that is, the, <laughs> what's so funny is, is like we watched these reality TV things where like men are misbehaving like comically where it should just be that that happens on TV. But in my most recent like couple of years, I'm really realizing that like this shit does not stop. And it, a it, lot it, of it, niggas money. want that foolishness. Right. It does, it like, it's money. our fault that Stevie is with Faith because for and if not for this show and loving hip hop, he would have faded into some obscurity being nice to me because he ain't got nowhere to live. This is on all of us that we got Faith living, living like this. But I mean, you know, she's not okay. She's not okay. She's and not this okay. is the second episode where we've mentioned that Faith Evans has anally filleted um, Biggie. <laughs> and I just want us to not bring it up anymore. This needs I don't to know. I can't stop bringing it up. My new passion in life might be trying to find between conversations the one strand I need to somehow tie in the fact that Faith ate <laughs> Biggie's ass. Like, if somebody's talking about, I don't know, their faith and their word, I could be like, you this know, Faith, faith. faith you know. <laughs> You know what's crazy? I rarely subscribe to the like, you're too pretty to be doing this rhetoric because I think that that's very loaded. But you, anybody's too pretty to be eating Biggie's ass. I don't know a person that should be doing that. I feel like multiple people should be eating it like cats drinking out the same bowl. Shut the fuck up! Like gathered around shoulder to shoulder like... That's so nasty. But like, it does need to be a teen sport because somebody has some holding cheeks back. Somebody's got it. You you're talking. You're talking about the cheeks. Wait. Let's get into the hawks, the thighs, okay? The, the under meat. The under it's, meat. Since you got that bring it on background, it, it needs to be like a stunt group. Side no, base, seriously. main base, back spot, front They spot. might just need to put him in the gyno uh, stirrups. Flyer. The flyer goes straight in the middle. Open and his balls touch a mattress for the first time in his life. He gonna walk different. He gonna talk different while well, he's dead, so. Yeah. Um, he may get up. That may be the thing that wake him up. Wake him up. I love Roland Ray's music. It's only been 25 years since Biggie's been gone, but that is going to live forever. That fact. I swear to God, people, because I don't like when people be getting upset. Like, there's some celebrity shit to get mad at. Like, the thing with me, I can understand because Kobe just died. All this, that's his wife. If one of y'all motherfuckers hop in my DMs or say anything to me about Biggie, who's been dead since I couldn't read or wasn't a great reader, can't really remember the year, I don't want to hear it. I no, don't. Wanna... That's the thing. Like when I posted the fucking Lil Kim memes, because that shit was funny. She was so distraught about somebody else's husband at the, at the um, funeral. And it's funny. I'm going to use it as a meme. It's been 25 years. I'm going to laugh. It's funny. So what? And what y'all not about to do? I don't care. Not about to do is act like it wasn't funny. And the thing about it is, even if you don't think it's funny, you're not going to beat my ass about it. So let's move not because y'all can't even find me. You're not going to like, you, could you possibly? Maybe, but you're not no. going to. 
Y'all say something to me, I'm, I'm going straight Gucci, man. Dig your part, dead partner up. I bet he can't say shit. That's so fun. That's the funniest thing to come out of hip hop to me because <laughs> I'm a firm believer in you should have shut the fuck up talking to me. And you know what? If I killed your homie, you should stop there. You should leave me alone because I'm obviously leave me I alone because you're next. You, I, I was looking for you. I just bumped into him first at the CBS. <laughs> I killed him. Did you fall last night? Speaking of, I actually am about to start Snowfall. I think this weekend, um, Snowfall and Long Division are the two shows I've not seen that everybody loves. So I'm gonna be taking time to sit down. Actually, that's in my planner. After um, all day Saturday and all day Sunday, I will be having now, me time. What I will say about Snowfall, just brace yourself, not brace yourself, but like be patient with season one. Cause I was like, what the fuck is this? Cause I was trying to watch it when everybody was watching it two years ago in real time. And I'm like, this is fucking trash. Right. But then yeah, it got yeah, good, right. and I was like, "Oh, it's good." And then it got really good, and I was like, "This is great." And then he gets so progressive. Is season two where it gets good? Yes. Okay. I, can, I, can, I can I've seen it. a collection of episodes just because, like, a lot of people I care about are watching it. So I've seen some of season one. I've seen some of this. I've seen some of the middle. I guess I just got to piece it all together. Like, I know <laughs> enough to know storylines. Like, I know enough to know what's going on with people. It's just that I've never sat down and watched them. I actually watched it up until I don't want to spoil it for anybody that's watching it, but I watched it up until I got to an episode where some shit was too much for me. And I was like, oh, okay. And then I was done. The redacted yeah. scene is heavy. That's like the third episode. Yeah, the redacted scene, I was like, that's too much. It was you too much. Just reminded me, like, I know what my joke of the week is. It was going to be something else. But now I know. And Sister Soldier, if you listen, it's fuck you. It's been fuck you. Mm. It's going to stay fuck you. I'm fucking pissed. That stupid ass li uh, Life After Death, Winter Santiago story, the final book. Is it awful? Let me tell you something. It's oh, not just well, bad. I'm read it. I'm telling the spoilers and you guys, if you paid the money for it, get your money back. Just listen to what I'm about to say because it's not worth it. We waited all this time for this, this book. I was, I was a mere babe when I read the first one and I've read all the other ones. So basically what happens is Winter, it picks up with her in jail. She about to get out of jail. Um, if you read Portia's book, you know, she got with the, uh, the, this director and they're super wealthy. So they're getting her a reality show. First mistake. Why would this bitch be getting the reality show? Nobody knows or cares who she is. Neither here nor there. She comes out, she gets murdered immediately. This is like very stomp the yard. If you went to see Chris Brown and stomp the yard and he was just fucking dead, that's how the book is. So then she's dead. Winter, the rest of the book, mind you. When to get murdered immediately? She gets murdered immediately, but oh, 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 oh murdered in her worse. own book. It gets worse. So then she's a ghost just wandering around. She finds out the girl in the first book who face she cut, yeah. she's the one that killed her. Okay, cool. We don't really hear much else from them. Long story short, this bitch ended up going to hell and have literal hell, having sex with demons with tails. I am not joking. Then she has anal sex and gets turned into a snake. She she she's a dog at some point in, in a dog's body, describing how she's a dog, and one of the demons has sex with her as a dog, and they describe it. That is bestiality. That is bestiality. Lauren, That's sometimes Lauren, sometimes you take shit too far, and I don't know what this is verbatim what happened. Down. When I this tell is you, the truth. This, this is, is the honest. truth. This is I'm telling you the truth. And then all of a sudden, aborted baby fetuses just rise up in hell huh? to, to help their mothers get reincarnated. The, the last part is about Allah. I don't know what the hell was going on, but she, the is baby, ma'am, Sister Soldier is smoking PCP. Okay, I don't like to spread rumors about people drug use, but this book gave PCP <laughs> to me. So this bitch, she come back because the dead baby army of aborted fetuses, including one of which is her son, I guess, 
get her reincarnated and she wake up in a coma. And I'll never get that time back, nor will I get the 12 And I want y'all to know about the audio book and the regular book. Okay, so the, the baby she aborted in the first book, because I think, like, did she abort a baby? In, in yeah, the that, that nigga so is in hell. Way. He's in hell, and he comes, and I don't know where he's he in hell as still a baby? As a, uh, well, the fetuses are an army who want to save people. What? What the fuck? The end of the book, she's trying, it's like a very religious, like trying to convert people over. To, I'm not even really sure because do you guys understand every page after the bestiality, I was looking for answers as to why that happened. Why was that written? And whoever edited this and saw, you know, she's going to have anal sex and turn into a snake. I think you should have said, I don't know. I don't know. This maybe, seems like, maybe let's cool. put that, put this back on the table and let's pick something else up. No. Okay. It was demonic, and that's my joke of the week. Fuck you, sister soldier. And that's why I told everybody on my podcast what your book about. It has a it has a one star on Goodreads. The Daily Prayer at least gets a two star on Goodreads. This bitch has one. That's ridiculous. I have many questions, and my sister pre ordered it. Like it's been sitting in our Amazon for March second for months. <clears throat> Me too. Me too. And I got and you won't believe when I cracked the page and she was dead. I said, okay, maybe in a couple pages she'll wake up. <clears throat> like I'm sitting at the book. Get up, winner! Get up! Get up! Well, here's the thing about stuff we read when we were younger. Oh, it, she fucked the devil's son too, by the way. I didn't know the devil had a son, girl. You know what? Head. I'm gonna just not even say the point that I was about to make. Let's move on because this is ridiculous. <laughs> is um, Melanie, what's your joke of the week? My joke of the week is actually a testimony. Praise God. <laughs> um. First of all, giving honor to God, who is the head of my life. Come on now. Start and, there. Um, a bitch got a job. I finally have a job. Um, verbally accepted my offer yesterday. I have been online for this job since January. I'm so excited. Girl, not online. Shut up. <laughs> Bro, I have had four interviews, a project, another project. I have earned this job. Okay, I'm just very excited for my new chapter of having, I've been out of school for five years. This is my first real permanent actual job that didn't have a deadline or a temp or internship or some bullshit, real actual salary, mm -hmm. PTO, six days, all that shit, benefits. I'm pushing back all my procedures so I can have the new insurance on it so I ain't got to pay for yes. that. Y'all don't understand. Y'all do not. I have been in the five years since I've graduated college. I've probably been unemployed as much or if not more than I've been employed. Mm -hmm. Like, it's been hard. Like, niggas say, oh, man, you famous. Oh, man, you Bro, I, I never have a job. Never. I be having a job and I don't. Like, it just, it's been hard. So I'm just really, really grateful. But you um, know what? God's timing is perfect. And that's real. You know, like, it really is. Well, you know, when God going to get Lauren a job? Well, I won't really be trying, but. I would like to get one. If y'all listen to this, Lauren, you are so fucking funny. I want a job. Mail got benefits and stuff. I want a job too. I want to be the jobs on you podcast. The, the jobs on you. Why am I not employed? Everybody, but I will say this. I went to Walmart the other day, and um, because I know I'm only gonna work for somebody else for to pay for immediate things, so I can get back to working for myself and by myself. And Dunkin' Donuts need a manager, and I love coffee. So I don't know, y'all. I might be Miss Dunkin'. <laughs> donut well, is your I still don't currently. I, I mean, I don't start yet. So I'm still currently unemployed. So it's it's the unemployment. Nah, you ain't for your probate, but you you in there. Like, we're not going to sit here. You like, there. I'm on my way. So, you know, keep hope alive, sister, because if he can do it for me, he can do it for anybody. Because at one point, I'm like, well, am I just stupid? Can I not read? <laughs> 
You're so funny. Do I not have skills? Is it me? Because I swore I wrote down my skills. So yeah, my Twitter's still on lockdown until so they don't change their mind. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I swear that may have been the only thing keeping me from employment before. Because I'm like, I did all the stuff, Jesus. I would get to the third and fourth round of interviews before and not get the job. And I was like, well, what did I do? And I don't know. It may not even be my It Twitter. just wasn't for you. It just it wasn't, wasn't for, for you. Me. Yeah, I feel like my sisters think I'm some kind of communist. They're like, well, explain your Twitter. I'm like, what? I don't even say nothing that crazy on Twitter. Like, my Twitter is wild, but it's nothing like, I'm not like a Nazi or nothing. Like, I may just be like men of trash, but duh. You know? Twitter has a bad reputation, though, because everybody be getting caught up. Like, if you go back far enough and you switch the right word, you could pretty much catch up anybody, which is why we should not be trying to catch up nobody. Well, that's why if you look at my Twitter, it says joined February 2020. <laughs> because when I first started like fresh out doing political jobs, I they show so the first job I got, they did your background check. I knew I was getting the job anyway because of how I got hired. But my mentor at the time, he's not my mentor anymore because he was trying to fuck me. But uh my mentor he was like, did you get your email from your background check? I was like, yeah. He's like, did you open the attachment? And I was like, no. And he's like, let me show you something. And we sat down and it was just nigga, 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 bitch, 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 fuck, fuck, fuck. Like it was just me on the internet. I like that song. Turn that up. (laughs) (laughs) It was just me saying wild shit. It was captions, old Facebook posts from high school, all kinds of shit. It's me. There was one tweet where it said that nigga Trey song sound like he's singing inside of a Maytag. I don't see that is why. what this job read before they hired me. But did they know who Trey Songz is? Because if so, they would not be mad at that. They weren't mad. They weren't mad. He was just like, this is all the shit that people see when they run your background check. But it does pop up. What if your page is private? If it's private, it doesn't pop up. My well, page will remain private. I'm just, it's too many niggas for me to even go back that far. Like I've had that account since what, 2000 and something far away. Um, we should record that song. Change though. my name. Nigga, nigga, bitch, 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 fuck, fuck, fuck. I love it. Honestly, if anybody um does, like, let's just, I'm going to dress it down. The day that comes where things are starting to go well for me, I'm starting to get comfortable and I'm feeling my oats and they bring up tweets and things that I've said. Uh, I do want to say, I, I'm going to start with the AIDS ones because that seems to be the most problematic because <laughs> celebrities were getting canceled for saying agate with an F and I searched my name and I didn't do that going back way far yeah, I didn't do that either. I yeah I don't talk like that I, I, I was like okay so we good we ain't got nothing to worry about I've never been heinous then for some reason I checked HIV I was like oh my god Lauren this is not funny delete 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 so if y'all but some of those tweets you know how people will retweet you the old way with your tweet written so you can't delete it or I've had to send DMs like, hey, can you delete this tweet for me? I will message 2001, you. but. I was such a different, I'm, I just want to apologize now. I'm sorry. I, but people change, people grow shit. If you see Bad Baby, everybody gave Bad Baby so much shit. And I cannot believe I brought up Bad Baby on this podcast, but this is serious. There is a camp where they send kids to like do free labor for them. And they put it, they pretty much pretend like it's a, a youth rehabilitation center, but it's like children's slaves, basically. And she is on the front line speaking out about this shit. Bad baby, a political activist who no 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 let's not do that. She's not a political activist, and I'm just gonna have to step in here. She <laughs> yeah, has, that. you can be awful and have a horrifying experience that you want to speak out on. The girl's still bad and awful. She's the baddest baby. Anyway, 
Um, pressing forward because we're gonna What's be your here. Joke of the week, Tally? Um, my joke of the week is not that deep. Uh, so I'm in a long distance relationship again. Um, and I was texting yesterday. I was uh texting my guy. I'm like, he's like a few more hours, and I'm like, no, it's not. I'm like, it's to okay. What time does your flight get in tomorrow? He was like, I get there tonight. I was wigless, nailless waxless the home wasn't clean there's no food none of that shit and I'm just like oh okay he's like if that's okay I'm like nigga if it's okay I have to come get you either way what do you mean if it's okay you just go cancel the flight like hey put this plane down what do you mean if it's okay so I first of all after I had a full panic attack did not eat any food yesterday I was I had plans for my hair plans for my nails wax appointment I had to DIY my snatch because <laughs> oh bitch you are a killer no no i didn't i didn't i didn't wax it i, oh, I was about to say you rip a wax strip off yourself you are down no, I'm, to I'm, I, you know what at the end of the day if it comes down to me having to wax my own vagina i'm gonna just turn on some bruno mars it's gonna be a theme party it's gonna be a, a 70s leave the door open Harry pussy party because I'm not waxing shit. I will grow a bush when I so choose, especially if it's cold outside. In the winter months, if we're fucking around, you better know it. Lauren's got a big fluffy because I'm anemic and my pussy get cold. I will have a mink on that bitch in the winter time. It don't mean nothing to me. Yeah, I will let this motherfucker grow. No, I'll brush it uh, with the grain, not against. Although I will like to say the hair that grows in my vagina is such a fine quality of hair. Like what well, same grow out my head. I well, mine is the same. Mine's the same. It's very different. Mine is Indian Remy, very much like I, if I could shave yes. it, put it on some bundles, I would. I'm telling you, it's like a Brazilian coil that I get. Like it's very like, and then when I comb through it, you know, and get all of the hair um together, it's just very soft. And I don't I don't understand. Maybe it's because it's just I don't know. I don't know, but it's probably can- because well, mine is the same, so I don't know. But it's probably because you kind of like uh, do more to that hair, I guess, like in terms yeah. of cutting it, that yeah. it grows that way. Like you're just constantly cutting it all off and then it's growing back. Well, if I keep shaving my head, then I'm gonna have a nice full head head of pubes and it'll be great. And they yeah. grow fast, they faster than my regular hair. Yeah. So I think that's the plan. We need to, I need to transplant my pubes, especially around my edges. Oh my God, they'd be so bountiful. I'm sorry, I've been quiet. Um, I've been searching my at name with AIDS and I'm not pleased. <laughs> I told you. What did I tell you? I've been over here like, dear God. Oh, that shit will humble you. I don't know what we were doing making age jokes. Well, I need to do mine too, but I just got Look my up. Oh my God. It is that shit. And they, oh you, man. I'm telling you, there's some that I was 2011? like, 2011. Oh dear. I, Mel. So it was the same time we was outside. I don't know what was going on in 2011. Maybe that was the tiger blood area. I'm not. No uh, results. Sure. No results. Lucky you. Lucky you, but yeah, HIV that that's the one that caught me off guard. And then um there's another one too. I'm gonna give y'all a list of words I searched. So oh, but speaking of coochie hair, I have gotten an ingrown that has been so problematic over the years. Um, it won't go away. I tried to treat it. I got I had to go to the dermatologist, like, look, fix it. So I have done. to get a procedure done. Like they have to numb my shit. Stick. Oh my god. It's next week. I'm really actually terrified. So keep me in my coochie in your prayers because why does your vagina give you such a hard time every every time i don't know like i feel like that's why i feel like some people are just not destined to be hoes because like if i had any more bodies my body would not be able to take the maintenance of fucking that many niggas yeah i'm like 
It would kill me. Uh, your shit be on the on the front. Oh, it's just it's an ingrown, and it has like protest. They down there. Hell no, we won't go. What do we want? Freedom. What do we want? It now. You cannot withstand bodies like that. And even when I go visit Bay or whatever, them them five days of hunting, I take it takes a month to recover from that. Yeah. Those that y'all have this set up where you go visit and you take a break. That's best for your coochie. Maybe now y'all also get on one court. She's like, okay, I see that she's not respecting my energy. She's taking these breaks, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe maybe, she'll maybe as a, like a little girl, you put a block in your coochie or something. Ever since then, she's held a grudge. Maybe. Oh okay. my Jesus. That could be that. Y'all just say anything. Okay, <laughs> but um, <laughs> what? <laughs> That's what this podcast is, mess. It really is. Like, oh, I have a joke about my coochie here. So in, uh, you know, I grew up around a lot of white kids. Now I see how they did not have my back growing up, I mean, yeah. as an adult. But I had trimmed my pubes. I decided to trim my pubes. I was like 12. So I cut them with scissors. Not knowing what I was doing for real, just cut it. And you know, when your pubes get a certain length, they are like 1,000 knives on your vagina. Mm-hmm. So I was like, mom, help. I need to figure out how to alleviate this irritation. So she was like, put some Vaseline on it. So I put a dollop of Vaseline on my private. And I told my friends, and they thought it was the funniest thing in the world. And they told everybody, we are at a field trip to Actors Playhouse in Coral Gables, Florida. And Tony, the popular guy, is like, hey, Mel, how's the Vaseline? I'm like, who told you about the Vaseline? I learned at a young age you cannot tell other women no. shit that you don't want repeated. Just like wait, wait, why would that get back to Tony? Like I was fine with y'all telling my other friends, but why Tony? Why Tony? Like I ain't like Tony, but Tony was like the cool boy in the eighth grade. Why would y'all, why would y'all tell Tony I put Vaseline on my coochie? Did it work though? For what it's worth, I, a little bit, yeah. I wouldn't be do honest, it. Now I'll really use good. aloe. But that would have been a better choice. Why would y'all tell Tony on the bus. They didn't know you, but you know, at that age, you don't really know nothing about like your body. And hoes in the eighth grade is haters. Like, even like now, as a grown person, I think <laughs> the eighth, a bitch in the eighth grade is a hater. Just like they never want to. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, they never want to see you succeed. They don't want to see other eighth grade girls succeed. They don't want to see grown women succeed. One of them young hoes in the nail shop called me, ma'am. I was ready to blow. Like, bitch, I'm nobody's <laughs> ma'am. Like, you a fucking hater. Like, <laughs> I don't appreciate it's your bad Because your mom's making you get that basic-ass color because everything else is too grown. Sit down, shut up. Right. And get your fucking lilac nails and get the hell on, sweet mm-hmm. bitch. Right. You can't get no acrylics. You know so. what? I don't, like, I don't like middle schoolers either. You know why? Because middle school... As much as people reminisce on high school, like in the movies and stuff, I think middle school is the real, real best one. Because high school, you have this pressure, like, what are you going to do after becoming an adult? Middle school, it's, I'm going to high school, so I don't have to worry about what I'm going to do next. Eighth grade, you're in charge of the school, you're the senior of your moment, but you're also still a child, so you don't have to worry about bills, debt, college, getting in, the group breaking up. Eighth grade is that sweet spot, and that's why they act like that, because that year is nothing but freedom positivity and joy if you're listening to this and you're in the eighth grade i don't know what the fuck you're doing on this podcast yeah if you're listening to this in the eighth grade please exit i don't even know you but you know what jay be listening to this sometimes and jay if you listen to this goddamn podcast get off my podcast like i told you to last i think my brother be listening to the podcast because he low-key be like trying to introduce some of the topics we've talked about in terms mm-hmm. of conversations and i'm like what's happening here 
this is not for y'all. He listened to the episode. I'm telling you, that family one was talking shit about his grandma. You cannot listen to this. We still live with her. We cannot put this out. What are you doing now? In my now he talking shit too. He don't know how to code switch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, grandma, fuck you. No, shut up. No, no. Hey, <laughs> what do you want to do? You want to you want to stay with your dad? Fuck no. All right, hold it down. Hold shut it down. Up. She it, she houses us. This is free housing. We need this. We stay with her. So we're not gonna she don't stay with me, even though sometimes I I want to tell people like, oh no, I'll say my mom will stay with me. I want to say that, but she got the master bedroom, so I would look crazy. I mean, nobody <laughs> would whenever people say that, it's just like sure, Jan. Like nobody <laughs> believes that. Nobody that even no shame crazy lady house. It's nice. It's crazy for the person who mama really do stay with them and they tell people that people are like, okay. Like, no, 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 for real. I know how it sounds because I wouldn't leave. <laughs> Come to my house, let me show you her room. She really, I got the big room. It's my house. I got the if big you, bathroom and everything. If mm-hmm. I did own a home and my mom came to stay with me, I still think somehow she would get the master and I would end up in a little room just because it's my mom and she's like a matriarch. If I had a home and it was left up to my mother, she would have the master bedroom, the guest bedroom would be her closet. The basement will be where she got her shoes. I'll be living under the stairs like Harry Potter. <laughs> yep, and don't make too much noise. I'm having guests. If my mom was in control of my home, my mother has a three bedroom house now. All of the closets are full of her shit. One of the rooms is just the closet. There's shit in the basement because my mom loves to shop. She loves clothes. Women be shopping. She's the one person where like women do be shopping. Like she's yeah. that example. There's shit everywhere. So when I come, like I'm living out of my suitcase, she's like, you need to take this stuff out of your suitcase and put it where at them. Where's it going to go, mother? <laughs> where, where am I going to put my stuff? Where am I going to put my stuff, boo? Um, anyway, um, so let's get into our topic, y'all. We've been pontificating. And uh, other big words, let's get into what we're doing. Melanie's smiling at the phone, y'all. I know y'all can't see her, but uh, her dimple is showing. Actually, both of them um, are showing right now. Uh, she looks like a dweeby-ass loser, uh, if anybody was interested in what's happening here. A dweeby-ass loser, I repeat. <laughs> She's so joyed. Ooh, um, ooh. <laughs> Let me put my phone down. Um, hey, guys. So Ew, you being nasty. I am absolutely being nasty and I apologize <laughs> for my lack of professionalism in this moment because dear God. Um, <clears throat> so this week we are talking about Lauren Bring It On. And okay, so this week we're talking sports. We, we, we like balls. Yeah. We, we, we like sports. Yeah. We got two songs for the Jokes on You mixtape. Three if you count the intro. Seriously, the, the songs are coming out. We need to we nigga, them. nigga, 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 and then the we like balls. We're in there. Love balls. Yes. We're just talking our sporting career, our athleticism. This I still got a track booty. Ain't ran track in 30, 40 years. You know what I'm saying? Goddamn. So what sport would y'all associate with my booty? Because I don't think I got a sports booty at all. Volleyball. Uh softball. No, them softball bitches be softball. Thick. Yeah, I would say softball because my mom was like short and thick too. And then, like, she has, like, a real, like, it's, like, they be getting big butts, but it's also, like, shapely, like, because they're, like, squatting, running, being jog, catch, throw. They all over the place. They in the field all day long. It's almost, it's like a track booty, but they do more, like, because at track practice, you be having to run miles for no reason. That's why I quit. Um, <clears throat> but they go in short distances and shit like that. So I would say, yeah, a softball booty would be, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they be hey, dragging well, wagon on the softball What booty. kind of body I got? Fuck. The volleyball booties be like shapely but real small. 
like they 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 just be like compressed like they're Mel you would have hmm, I could I could I could see you playing basketball doing track those would be you got a short girl does gymnastics body yeah something like that because you're also short and compact so maybe volleyball might actually be like more your volleyball girls be long though I I have the booty of a of a band player okay I have French horn cheeks the trumpet booty the saxophone um but i want to start i know the opening topic is have you ever played a sport uh, i just want to go ahead and get started and get myself out of the way um sports have never been my thing um i've never cared um i've always been bad at it in the the top of the eighth grade like the week before that it was supposed to start my dad was like jasmine and i'm like what he's like you need to play a motherfucking sport you don't have no competitive spirit, which was not true. You don't have no competitive spirit. You don't have no discipline. And I'm sick of looking at you. So you need to play a sport. And I'm like, okay, where is one where people will not touch me? Because I just was not into contact sports. Mm-hmm. So I picked track. Um, there's a picture somewhere uh, in my grandmother's house that looks like I did a good job at it. I did not. Um, I <laughs> ran the 800 and the mile. Uh, and I begged the coach, rest her soul, Coach Butler Wilson, she's passed. I begged right. her. I said, uh, I need to play a sport. And she coached basketball and track. And she was like, well, it's not going to be basketball. And I said, well, I'm glad we're on the same page. And she was like, well, you can come to track practice and we'll see what you're good at. I was good at nothing. Um, <laughs> the mile was something that I managed to run without like passing out. So um, she had me do that. I never won a a race, um, but there was one like heat, I guess. Uh, That's what they call it, where I got third place. And y'all seen that meme where the guy's like celebrating like he won. And then it's like all the other people in front of him. Like that was me. Like I got third place. Like I poured a water bottle over my face. I was like, I I dropped down my knees like I won. I was like, yeah, yeah. And my dad, you could see my dad from like the sideline. He's like, stop. He's like, you're going to win. Stop. You're going like, win. Stop. And I was like hitting my chest. I'm like, I'm proud of me. I'm proud of me. <laughs> you other bitches, y'all suck. Y'all two did a good job. But everybody else. Everybody behind me. Why y'all let me beat you? No, that's really how I felt. You bitches run <laughs> on purpose and professionally. How you hoes let me beat you? I suck. <laughs> Bro, okay, so I was a cheerleader, um, sixth to eighth grade. Um, totally fun, so much fun. Um, my so my aunt, my auntie was a cheerleading coach at her school, and her co-worker had a daughter who cheered all-star at this um gym called Top Gun All-Stars. Probably one of the best all-star teams in the country. Not even gonna lie. Mm-hmm. Ask about them. Ask about Victor and Kristen Rosario. They are like the cheer yeah. mafia. So cheer for them, honestly, obviously didn't have any skills. I was like 10. I was still skinny-ish at the time. But once I hit that 100-pound mark, it was all downhill from there. So my big ass go out there. I can barely just do a cartwheel. My leg's heavy already, so I couldn't do no fucking jumps for real. But what I could do, bitch, was hold a fucking stun up and dance. And they, they knew to put me, hold the little skinny white girl up. And get your ass in the front for that dance, bitch. That's all we need you for. You don't need to tumble. You don't need to flip. Do nothing, bitch. Get in the front. It was so fun. And the first season, we won everything but the big, the big competition at the end. Like it was at the Gaylord in Orlando. We lost COA. 
super sick. But my first competition, my sister was in high school still. So her boyfriend had dared me. He was like, I bet you won't ride out. And your cheer team. I said, nigga, who? Who won't ride out? So if, you, if I cannot find this DVD for life me. But if you look at the video, like, do y'all know what riding out is? Like the Florida. It's, like, it's like the, this. Like the booty shake. So it was, yeah. we supposed to do like a do, 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 do. I was like, ah, 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 ah. ah. <laughs> Mel was into a whole different song. They over there listening to some cute. She got hip hop, like, bow, stick <laughs> like the Florida bird in me, like, re- like, if you see how the Florida people twerk with the little chicken, chicken leg, that's what yes. I did it, at 11 years old. It was so You've been cute. a rat your whole life. Whole oh, life. Look, my entire <laughs> life. So you can see the video, all the little white girls, like, do, do, do. I'm like, ah, 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 ah. <laughs> that's what I want from my children. That it was great. Yeah. Oh, man. It was like we would always go to Orlando for our big competitions. Our second one was really like some like Coach Carter shit because like we got second place every competition, third place. We got seventh place one time. We were sick, but we won the big one. So it was like a big moment. And I remember we lost one competition. My dad would come to my competitions and be on his laptop the entire time in like the hallway and then come see me and then go back and be on his laptop. I was like, nigga, you have not been engaged in this whole That's thing. What I have shit to do. <laughs> right. He'd be on the phone. Regardless of this cute little activity that I'm paying for, I'm gonna go in the hallway and play Minesweeper. My dad was like that about musicals. Like he'd be like, when is your part? I'm in the whole thing. That'd be so I'm, I'm in the whole thing. Like what you you only gonna come sing the songs where I how does how do you even think that's gonna work? Like they have a scheduled time <laughs> for all my parts. My dad would say like sports shit while I was in musicals. Like after my number went in, instead of clapping, he'd be like, let's go. And everybody yeah. like, fuck him up, tell him. Like, everybody's like, what? He's like, yeah, that's my child. And it's like, my child hit the shit out that E chart. She my hit dad that would be like the Beyonce meme. Like it was just the tennis game. And she was like, <laughs> that was my dad. <laughs> that is my favorite Beyonce meme because she, bitch, first of all, why, why just not pay attention? Because you already were not paying attention. <laughs> Or very high. Beyonce smokes so much weed. It's ridiculous. Yeah, Beyonce's Beyonce always high. Much weed. Like, and one time we went to Jacksonville and lost. So on the oh way God. back home, it's always a long ass road trip back down the turnpike when you lose. And he said, okay. Man, we drove all this way for you to lose. I wanted to be his ass so bad. Like, bro, <laughs> I'm already mad, bro. You don't have to make it worse. Like, yes. No, we about to get cut off. Like, y'all. You mean we drove all this way for me to lose? We drove all this way for me to compete. I just <laughs> lost. <laughs> I just don't have to I'm not a loser. I just so happen to lose. But my parents, see, I played sports. My, my parents are very like, uh, my mom used to play softball seriously. Like, as even as an adult, she was on intramural teams and stuff like that. Um, my dad is a basketball coach uh, when I was a kid, which got stressful because sometimes, you know, when people lose, they be trying to bring the refs. So, like, there was a, a period in time where it was like, fuck you. Yes. Oh, yeah. My parents were very, very, very much sports people. So, um, and we're always just competitive in general. I think when you have a shitload of kids in the house, it's just contests all the time. So I played a lot. I think I did a little bit of everything. I was in gymnastics for a little while. My mom was sending me to gymnastics in a bathing suit, a one piece, not a unitard. That was upsetting because we weren't even poor. Um, <laughs> bro, that's the worst thing because it's like stuff my parents didn't get me. It's like, bro, we are not poor. Why? We're not, we're not poor. Mom, I'm like, bro, we. I know we're not poor. We don't have to. Do Why are you doing it? And then when we got the unitards for competition, she just thought I was going to practice in those. I cannot go to practice in our competition unitard. Like, listen, that really set me off. Um, then I cheered. I played basketball for a minute. Um, I played volleyball. I just, I did a lot of sports. My favorite um, had to be basketball and volleyball. Volleyball, I was five. Basketball, I was five. But volleyball, we went to a college when I was in middle school, 
eighth, no, high school. This is my freshman year of high school. Yeah. They took sophomore year of high school. They took us to a thing for volleyball at a, a camp at the college. And I got several awards, including the Hustle Awards. You guys are also looking at most athletic for our seventh grade, eighth grade, ninth grade. And um, that's it. That's it. Do you know how insufferable I would be if someone even told me I was most most athletic? When I took the picture, I was like, this, I, I, was would, like There's one I would never shut up. One year I won most athletic and class clown. And because they were hating on me, this is in Japan, uh, Yokota, Yokota High School, y'all was hating. Um, I could not win both. So they made me choose between class clown and most athletic. And I picked class clown, which is great because now when I accept my first comedy award, I'm like, I told y'all bitches, I was funnier than I am strong. Look it I, up, eighth grade. Um, I've never. Anya, if you're listening, Anya, you only got that picture because I didn't take it. Okay, understand? You were never the most anything, bitch. It was always me, and I gave that to you. I'm the most giving as well. Count that. Oh my god, not clock that, honey. So check so, that. My family's not athletic at all, and I'm the most athletic. And by not being athletic, and I'm asthmatic, so all I did was dance. <laughs> I was in ballet for a year and then I fucked up. On, I, I gave my parents a long time for the recital. So we went to the wrong recital. And mm. um, my mom raised hell like, you know, a Karen. Not like a Karen, but like a more Felicia Rashad. And yeah. it was amazing. And and to, <laughs> to make her less mad, they were like, okay, well, we can put her on with another class. So I, as a seven-year-old, had to perform with the three-year-old in the recital. So my mom can see me perform period and she got she managed to get a free week of summer camp out of the deal but i have to go up there in my big ass with the three-year-old and perform <laughs> with the three <laughs> i wish they were pictures bro i had to perform with the three-year-old so my mother can say that she saw her baby perform i had been up there with the babies my baby's gonna dance <laughs> You know what would have been I funny? Was, I know if Shelly's dad was at your recital when you was dancing with them little ass kids and hearing him, you're like, yeah, fuck them kids. You got this. You Every got this. Drove me to the white people dance school for me to miss the recital. It was hilarious. And then I also did like hip hop classes. But once I did the cheerleading, that's like my prime. Like the whole family was involved. And then we like bootlegged the um the t-shirts because like the Top Gun t-shirts from the actual place was really expensive. So we got a bunch of blank polos and found somebody who had the, had the logo. And we had somebody um make them at the mall period we went, was, y'all not gonna charge us 50 dollars for sure we had a big family and my yeah. aunt used to take the cheerleading practice so people thought that she was my mom and of course because i was black they didn't think i had a, a dad and but then when my parents would show up to the actual competitions they were like oh and i was like i told you i have a family like I, I, why did y'all keep telling all the other kids i had no one i told you guys there's people at my house yeah like because it was my aunt's idea to have me cheerleading my mom was like okay i'll pay for it but you don't take it in goddamn practices i so mean period she, yeah so she your mom that's a visionary right there because that's fine i'm not driving yeah don't I'm suggest not nothing for my kids that you ain't gonna take them to i don't care if it's underwater basket weaving i don't give a fuck what they do <laughs> but i'm not taking them so people like that's your you know as a black kid growing up around white children one of the most annoying things of all the microaggressions was anytime there was a black adult around, they asked if that was your parent. Did y'all have that happen? Mm-hmm. It was like, is that your mom? No, that is the janitor. Like, what? Do you, why are you asking if every black adult is my parent? No. Well, when black- Yes. yes. The devil, was that you? The devil tried to get in our podcast. Yes, that that sucks. And like one- it's it's like the black the black person that they're doing it to has always been very nice about it. Like it's okay, baby. These people are racist. <laughs> Whatever, just ignore it. I I know what's going on here, and it's fine. 
but it's uh, it's also like they assume so much it's like they one assume that any black person they see is like you said your family too they assume that um they're the only family you have and you're pretty much an orphan otherwise because right who would care about you you're black exactly and then they also like oh my god this is my least favorite i think it's part of the reason i was playing sports constantly because i was moving so much to these white schools i remember getting to my first day of school in um i had to be in japan at the time miss white boy came to me immediately and was like are you fast can you run fast because it's about to be track season hey negroid come run there's chicken at the finish line like people never assumed with white people with me and my dad they just would be like, yeah, that's your dad. Just cause I look exactly like my dad. So it was like the opposite for me. Like I would, I could be standing across the room and they'd be like, oh, that one belongs to that one. That's, that's her dad that, right there. That's her dad. Yeah, that's her dad. So uh, I look like my father with a wig on most of the time. <laughs> if I was with my parents, you could tell, okay, that's your, I just started looking like my mom recently. But I would hate when people like, she, you look just like her. Like, I'd be out with my auntie who I know I don't look nothing like. And be like you spit her out. Like, stop lying. I don't look like this lady. Come on. Exactly. You're only saying this. I don't know i got different dads. Don't you come mix up, mix up four other Black people as my parent. That's the only reason you're saying I look just like this lady. This is your sixth guess. Right. <laughs> just hang it up, please. It's like, stop. Fast. I've never been a fast runner, ever. And, like, when I would hang around the Black kids at school, because, like, I was segregated from the Black kids in, in mass outside, like, in the classroom because I was a gifted. So it wasn't a lot of Black kids in my class. But it was Black kids at the school. I just didn't have classes with them. So, like, at PE or when I had to go to that godforsaken Black summer camp that one year, and that sounds very anti-Black, but I did not have fun. And it was it the was, Black church camp? It was the Black um, Pop Warner Park, the park where the, mm-hmm. the football team is. So it was the South Miami yep. Park where the Grey Ghosts played. And I had to go there because the YMCA was under construction. And I could do black kid. I didn't hate black people, but like, it was just black. Like it was just, I, how do I sound, say this without sounding anti-black? I already, I already sound anti-black. Oh no, cause you, you pretty much in there right now. I'm in there, but it was just like, the black kids did not like me. Cause I probably have the same energy that I have now, which is why people don't like me now. But they, <laughs> they were mean to me because I didn't run fast. <laughs> I was like, you know how like bitchy little girls go in little circles and say mean things to each other that's what we used to do and everybody came to me like you slow and I was like excuse me you better than me because I'd have been like I'm brilliant I would have th- thought they was talking about hey, the other you're stuff. the same age and I'm going to fifth grade you going to four so what's up I have never been good at knowing whether people liked me or not so like if I were somewhere especially like I knew none of the girls on the track team like me I didn't figure it out till the season was over because I was always like pretending to like get sick. Sometimes I was actually throwing up or I would just like fall down to like avoid practice. Like one time the girl that was like really good at track, Kristen, I never forget her. I was in the bathroom, just sitting in there on the toilet. And she came in there that actually used the bathroom. She breathing hard from running. She's sweating, she's working hard. And she was like, Jasmine, I'm like, what? She's like, I can't stand you. And I was like, oh, oh my god i feel so bad for how anti-black i just sounded but i really got out of that once i had i got thrown into uh dekalb county schools definitely got over that so i was 10 at the time y'all or actually nine at the time y'all so please bear with me uh but i just had to get used to like being around all black children at 100 of the time and that's the summer that i also had an asthma attack and the one bitch I didn't like was the only person around when I had the asthma attack, so I had to hold on to her. And she was like, bitch, I don't like you. And I was like, bitch, I don't like you either, but I'm finna die. So just I hold can't on. Breathe. <laughs> hold on to me really quickly. Taking care of children. So it, 
if y'all, well, y'all, you have kids, Lauren. I'm always like, if y'all had kids, like it's hypothetical. She got a whole two kids. Um, so in real life, Lauren, and you hypothetically, uh, Melanie, if y'all's children were good at a sport, would you like uproot your life to become like the super parent for that? Mm. Yeah, yeah. Um, Jay, actually, because Michael, let me, my oldest son does not play sports. Uh, he loves to, he doesn't, and he's very straightforward about it. Mommy, it's not that I don't have fun because we took him to uh, practices for stuff and he's fast and he likes to run all that. He does not like any kind of touching and sporting. Um, that was out for him when I told him basketball was non-contact and then we watched the basketball game. He said, sure, looks like a lot of contact. He's just <laughs> not into that, okay? He likes to spell and he likes to praise God. So with him, very simple stuff. Even that, you to travel a lot. You got to travel with the Bible quiz. You know, fucking, and I will give his dad credit for this. He goes and looks forward to like the Bible. The what? The Bible yeah. what? Can y'all hear? Yeah. Yeah, it cut out when you said Bible. The Bible what? The Bible quizzing his dad is much better about than me. They travel the United States constantly. I the didn't even Bible know quiz? Subculture, yes, of Christians. They they stand up. They have to buzz in. They ask you a question about the word of God. You got to answer it. They'll ask you a random scripture, you know, whatever, chapter six, and then you get up and say it. I don't really participate. I got this mis misspelled Christian tattoo on my arm, so it don't even make sense for me to be that passionate about it. <laughs> Oh my God, not the Bible quiz, Jesus. I did the reading bowl uh, growing up. That was my thing. So you would have to read like 10 or 20 books and then you would go to a competition. They'd ask you. Well, hold on. Your your sound just acted like you wanted Like you fell in a hole. Yeah, the devil is attacking the audio this week. Can y'all hear me now? Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, I did the reading bowl where you read like 10 or 20 books and then you went to a uh, competition where adults asked you questions about the books that were way beyond your age or understanding uh, <laughs> or comprehension. And it helped that I was a small adult for most of my life. So I was like, yeah, I definitely understand the undertones, the racial undertones of uh, what's that racist book? Yeah, Green Egg and Ham. Bro, I didn't feel comfortable watching reading To Kill a Mockingbird in class. Bro, like, bro, I'm the only black girl in this class, bro. Y'all not finna just be sitting up here saying nigga and snigg- sniggling and giggling and looking at me and shit, bitch. No, I'm not reading that shit. I'm spark notes the fuck out of this book. I'm gonna get a C. I don't care because I'm not reading that shit. Miss Wood. Being the only black kid doing stuff like that because every week you get your syllabus, you see the Civil Civil War unit, you already know about to go down, baby. You already know it's gonna be a tough few weeks. But, um... Yeah, with Jay, would I travel for him to play sports? I absolutely would. Even with kids playing sports, you don't realize how time-consuming it is. That's why I felt y'all parents are like, y'all made me come this far for this shit. When Jay played football, we was on the field four times a week for practice, one day for actual games. That's five days out of the seven days of the fucking week and early Saturday morning. Then as a parent, you have to work the game, the, the gates and take tickets at least one of the games of the season. And then don't let these niggas make the playoffs because now we're on the field six days a week. And I told Jay, I pulled him aside. If I pulled him aside, I mean, I shouted to him from the bleachers. Boy, if you don't make these tackles, I'm not going to keep coming out here five days a week for you to ride the bench. I'm not. We'll find something for you. So he does play sports. He's getting back into basketball. When I move a lot, um, being that now the conflict problem I have is like a lot of these really good sporting towns are in the middle of nowhere, which does not help his mother and what she's trying to do. So I don't think I would. At this point, I don't think I have to because I think being in Georgia and being in Atlanta can feed both of what we want to do. Yeah. I think I would, I have the pleasure of being 
a part of like knowing a lot of team moms growing up because like my cousins cheered for the park that was an experience I was like oh my god this is so cool because they cheered the park like um in Miramar so like in Miami that's a really really big deal so and uh, I had my, my auntie's friend had a son who played football and she was like that one team mom who will hop on on the field like what's up I was like I can't wait to be that kind of mom and then when I moved to when I was in Jacksonville for those two summers my co-worker turned play god mom love her to death who took me in her son was in everything like he was a really good basketball and football player so she would drive him around she had him in aau she had him in all of the different programs but he was like fire as fuck at both and now he's at university of miami um he's a freshman now but he's like a big deal but like he was like all american and all whatever the fuck some other shits mean so mm-hmm. like, but she didn't have to move or nothing. She just had to commit a lot of her time. Like, okay, Chance got a game this night. Chance got a game here. We got, oh, like he would come, he would come to tournaments in Atlanta. Like when me and my ex were still together, she was like, oh, I got a, um, a game. I mean, uh, um, you got a tournament, pull up, come eat. We'll pay for it, whatever. So we went, it was fun. We had a good time, watch the kids play basketball. It was funny. Cause I would go to his little games and the little 12 year olds would be trying to holler at me. And I'd be like, so really you think, you think that you thought you was going to pull me? That used to be fun, though. That's one of the fun things about playing sports, especially being young. Like, when I was playing flag football with the boys, um, I, I really wasn't checking for them like that when I was playing flag football. But even getting older in high school, when, like, sometimes there would be trips and both teams leave at the same time, or, like, especially in Japan, we had to all ride the bus, all the kinky, nasty ho shit. Niggas thought band cap was nasty. Athlete trips? Whores. What you don't know is show choir trips. Cause they put us all on the same bus. Cause it's not enough of us to get more than one bus. So from the time the bitch pull off to the time it get there. And it's so funny because our show choir director treated us like uh, little adults. So he would just book the hotel rooms and give us the keys. He didn't give a shit. He was old and gay and he was going to sleep. He was going to bed. Yeah, I got shit too. I'm not <laughs> about to, whatever, listen, this is the show choir. Whatever y'all decide to do, that's fine. But make sure tomorrow you're ready. It was, it was beautiful. Exactly. And that was beautiful. It was just like that. It was straight up just like that. Like this one guy that I was in show choir with, sometimes kids didn't even do like free coast shit. They just did dumb shit they couldn't do at home. This nigga got two sackfuls of crystals on the trip and ate them all and then threw up the next morning. <laughs> we were like, why'd you do that? He's like, I'm not allowed to eat meat at my house. <laughs> Kids are always doing some weird shit like that. We went to the skating rink one time. This boy came. I'm like, what's wrong with you? He's looking crazy. He's like, what? What? Out of nowhere, he just came up to us at the skating rink. It was like, yeah, I took some Viagra. A little boy? He was a little, we were all in middle school at the time. Like, we were Where did he get Viagra from? His dad's bathroom, I guess. But we were all like young. This is like super young. I I remember I was in Arkansas at the time. The first time I came to this is in Arkansas. So we're at a skate ring. This nigga skate up and he like he holding himself in front of himself like something wrong. He's like, I took a Viagra. So we skate and he ended up like just his parents had to come pick him up or whatever because he spent a lot of time sitting down. He was getting real sweaty and all this other shit. But it really bothered me because I was like, why would you want to go skate with your dick hard? Maybe he thought that there was something like in it for him later. Like, what if you fought? No, it's because kids are crackheads and they'll take anything because they're fucking crackheads and they like to play around and experiment. What if you fall forward and you break your hard dick? It just that in is, half. That is possible. Have y'all seen the new guy? He broke his dick. He broke his dick. And that movie was so funny. That's on my face. 
Who procreated it? You never seen the new guy with um, DJ Qualls? Mm-hmm. The white boy from Road Trip? Keep the new guys like that era in the early 2000s, like really good teen movies. They don't make teen movies no more, for real. I feel like Project X no. was the last teen movie. They don't make teen movies because all the teens are fucking on HBO. Yeah. But them niggas yeah, these teenagers ain't no like fun for real, especially these ones that are coming up in the panoramic. Um, they just they don't have no social skills for real. They really don't do nothing outside of the damn TikTok. And I know I sound old. I don't give a fuck. These children are uninteresting, uncultured. They don't have nothing going on. Nothing. I kind of want to write now that we're talking about. It, I kind of want to write like a series for teens. And now I have a newfound activity because there isn't like as told by Ginger was so good. It was it so was. much drama, but they were on there having sex. You know what I mean? Degrassi was our first little like taste of that. But even in the beginning, they had a lot of problems that were not sexual. You just remember the most sexual ones, and that happened as the course of the show went on. It was like you know, and, and that that's how the show good in team because I realized that sister sister never mentioned sex. And, and it was good. Sarah, you know so he had that fine ass nigga and never talked about sex. Yes. Like at some point we got so far away from that. And granted, teens do have sex. They do. Well, you can think like I was lame as hell in high school. I wasn't like a lame lame, but I was lame because I was in high school. But I wasn't hunching. I was just making lip sync videos to Trey Song songs in my friend's house and like reading sexual fan fictions in my room. And I'm also writing about that because I feel like that was like a piece of history that niggas don't don't mm-hmm. talk about enough. Because that fan fiction used to be good. I yeah. think growing up, we also like had so much fun with our like non-sexual activities, like reading the same books. And they weren't always like nasty smut books, like getting yeah. the same book series. And- Harry Potter, we all went crazy. It's no sex. Right. No, yeah. you know what? I used to read like me and my friends and we used to have like book, like a book cartel we would just trade them around too like mm-hmm. hold us whenever we read that in high school and then remember the hot lanta series mm-hmm. it was a lot of cool series at the time it was hot lanta it girls then like the gossip girl books um ttyl yeah. i'm looking at my bookshelf right now honestly um fly girl like the okay. black books and then it was like the the ghetto like the hood passion yeah. love jail books the wahida clark books i'm sure be so good i have a friend that writes those now well we we don't talk but i know a person that writes those books now and has made a nice little living for her i know someone who, who writes them too it must not be like super difficult to do it's, it's not i think you just type it up and put it on amazon honestly mm-hmm. but i feel like that one person that's on amazon like oh this bitch got roaches that's the one who writes them books he needs his ass beat yeah that's that i'm all for black literature and black excellence but sir why are you writing this and it gets worse. Like one of them mentioned like BV or something. Like it was just like a whole thing. Like and she got like Marion or she something. I forgot his name, but it's absurd. She got she got Roaches does have follow-up books where she still it's like Rich Homie Kwame's like he promised to stop going in. We still she promised to never stop having roaches. Like it's very that's not just a one-off. That story went on. I did not read it. I actually, I'm telling y'all this. There I, I went to a bar the other day, and as I was coming in, there was a, a book club leaving. It was like the Good Hood book club. Um, they weren't reading anything I wanted to read, but I was like, you know what? This book club thing is fun. Like we need to do more of those fucking activities where niggas sit down, and read books and talk about it. Where's the fan fiction? You telling me these girls weren't writing mindless behavior fan fiction? They were, but you know what? I tried. So apparently there's a website called Wattpad 
and they do the fan fictions on there. But my thing is, they do a lot of YN fan fictions, and those aren't fucking good. No. They're never good. They like in script format. I'm like, this is trash. When you, the real bitches on BBS, reading them fucking fan fictions, they were good as shit. Like the girl who wrote, wrote the best fan fiction, she passed away. God rest her soul. But baby, sex education, she had one called G. It was like a LGBTQ, and like Diddy's son was like gay. But it was like really, really good. And then she did one called Tiger's Town about Tiger. Oh, it was. Oh, she did another. One. What was it called? Oh, it was like it was a Chris. Y'all remember the Photoshop pictures of Chris Brown with green eyes? Yes. They all came from this girl's story. She had he died, and then he had three side bitches. It was like all the side bitches side of the story, and how he died, and they tried to figure out who killed him. But he had it was so. What was the name of that story? Y'all, we are so far off topic. We are. But <laughs> so let me text my home like, real quick. Sports, uh, let's talk about books. Right. Um, so y'all and y'all children play football. Mine did. I no. took them out. So it was like a big, it like split the family, I promise you. Because this is going around when the concussion thing was happening and all this other stuff. But there's like, it's like, Kids sports is pros and cons, very weighted. And even how they're out there and they're tackling super young, they're not really getting hit that hard at like in the six, seven, eight, whatever. But I'm also out there on the field with the older kids seeing like it's really getting cracking. Um, me and Jay have an agreement that he can go back to playing football when he's 12, if that's what he wants to do. Cause I do believe your children are passionate about something. Like if my kid was passionate about being a race car driver, I would be right there letting him be a race car driver. I would just be stressed the fuck out the way I'm stressed the fuck out when he plays sports. Um, but a lot of like, I mean, shit, my dad ripped his Achilles and couldn't walk for a long period of time playing basketball. I got a concussion playing dodgeball. So you you can, you can get hurt in general. You have to think about that. But there is a lot of shit in place. I just, after doing some of my own research, I actually was in school at the time. And I did something about child sports. Uh, so I was looking into it for myself. And it's just better for them. They don't play football until they're 12. But if you want your kid to seriously play football, it's like they need to be there 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11 to get these fundamentals. So it's a real fucked up position to be in, but my little nigga on policy 12. And maybe by the time he's 12, may, I hope if he, by the time he gets to 12, wants to still play, then cool. Cause who am I can't crush your little dream. Um, but it's looking like he's transitioning more towards basketball to be quite honest with you. That's where his little heart is right now. So depends. Well, I'm not having it. Yeah, not um, I'm, I'm not interested in looking at it. Um, I, it's needlessly violent. I just, it's a lot of it is personal. Like, cause I get what you're saying. Like if they're good at it, it's something they should be doing since they're little. I'm just straight up not sending my baby to do that. Or even they love it. Cause it's like, as a kid, it's like such a shitty cause you know, but it's like, they love playing this sport. No, you can play all the other ones. Um, uh, But to be fair, like my baby can't box either. Like, it's just mm -hmm. like, it's just, Luckily. I believe. For me, at this point, if I have children with my current boyfriend, which I probably will, our kid's going to be small. So that's a win for me. That nigga's not playing football. Football, that's the more likely to play football. Jay is short. That's how this whole thing got started. When they're small like that, they got this little nigga complex, even as children. They don't want to play softball. I'm about to go hit these big niggas because y'all got me fucked up. That. So your little nigga might be like, I want to be a running back. I'm going to be like, no, heart. <laughs> get your ass in there no. some goddamn baseball which is boring as fuck but it's money in it or you're gonna get your ass and be mugsy fucking bogues or alan I iverson and play some goddamn basketball we're not doing football it's hot as fuck outside hot as okay fuck. 
baseball is where the money is at. I don't know why kids don't like baseball. It's fucking boring. Until you like 50. Because it's boring. Baseball is boring. And then niggas who like baseball are boring. Like any nigga I've ever met Must that wanted angels. to actually watch the baseball game has been awful. Yeah, they're not. They're baseball, the worst. My computer is the only way I can enjoy baseball because being at a baseball game when you can feel everybody's giving a fuck about it and there's beer and pretzels. So, y'all, I'm about to go pee and then also get my charger because my computer's gonna die. So I'll be right back. You good? Okay. Want some more ginger tea? I've been really drinking ginger tea lately and I'm really into it. So you think you're better than us now? I, you know, it's Jamaican ginger tea. So I really do. I, um, the packaging, it's, it's, it's beautiful. I'm feeling very organic. I'm not even Jamaican, but I do feel like to some small degree, possibly like 1% I'm connected with that part of myself. Oh, that's probably strong. I, didn't, I gotta pull my ancestry back up or my, um, 23andMe because anything, under like the first three, I just didn't acknowledge because they were like the percentages are low. Why would I give a fuck about that? That's how we landed on Dominican um, in the first place, Nigerian and Jew. I want to do mine, but like if your sister does it, it's going to be the same thing or are your percentages different? What if you find out that it's, then that's the thing? What if they're drastically different? Then you're like, hold on, who's the real sister? Maybe I have a dad that's somewhere alive. No, we have the or same. We have the same be mine just bigger, so I know we're related because we have like an extra bone in our shit. Mm-hmm. Like we're so flat footed. Actually, that's my good foot. We're so flat footed that's like an extra bone. No, have you heard of that? Well, I didn't know flat foot was an extra bone. I thought she just don't have no arch at all. I see that mound hump thing. What the hell is that? It's like an extra bone. Oh, yeah, it's like hard. That's got to be bone. No, I'm pretty sure that's a bone. Well, then, so, what if it's a different? You know, they used to swatch babies out at the hospital. Oh my goodness! What if you find out you a rich person's daughter? Would you press them about it? Yes. <laughs> yes, I will press them. I don't want to be in the family, but I do think y'all owe me and my mother, who raised me, a check. Yeah, I want my reparations. That seems fair. Let me find. Listen, if I find out, like in some loose way, I used to daydream about Oprah finding out she was my real mom. I wouldn't want Oprah as my real mom because she would have expectations of me. I need somebody who's like not going to want to fuck with me for real. And it's like, you know what? You already raised. You already did. Like, I feel like if Oprah, even if you were like 50 and Oprah found out she was your mom, she'd be like, okay, go start a business. The pressure's on. Well, if you were, you could be future kid and then he, nobody gives a fuck about what you do. So he could try to kill my mama? No, thank you. Pretty much. (laughs) How do you even grapple with that as an adult? Like, damn, my dad tried to kill my mama for keeping me. I think she should get more child support than everybody else. I think so too. People act like she's being green. Like, I would be like, me. he tried to kill me, Your Honor. He tried to kill me. Like I understand it usually goes in order first, and you get the biggest cut. And I agree with that. Unless somebody's been threatened to be killed, then I think that they should at least slide up into the top three. And that's like an admission of paternity too. If I wasn't your baby mama, then why would you have to kill me? Why right. would I have to die if it's not your baby? Right. I still can't get over the fact that D.L. Hughley killed that woman and her baby. But I don't. Well, he didn't kill him, but allegedly. He- he was relieved that she was killed. And I right. was like, what the fuck? His wife finds out about this baby and this woman and just magically, poof, they die. No, I think it was reverse. They died and he was sad. And then she found out because they died or just the baby died. Yeah, I think it's the second way around. Yeah. And then she like understood. What? Or maybe she killed him because she had already found out about it. 
I mean, D.L. Hughley has a lot of weird shit going on. And I don't want to like super get into that, but it's just nothing seems to be like adding up. And that's all I'm asking. I'm only asking for it in 10 years. And he volunteers that information because I was that's when I used to still listen to Angela Yee's lip service, like in 2017 in this episode. I'm like, he's telling us this. No, what he said about his daughter, I was just so confused about that shit, like why he would volunteer that to us. Like that was so odd. The thing with these uncles, they don't see anything wrong with what they be saying they're doing. So his daughter had came to him and said that somebody, I guess, in the family or close to them had been like um, sexually assaulting her. And he didn't believe her for like, a, I guess a number of years or something like that. And then I don't know what happened to where he believed it, but his daughter was being assaulted by somebody that they knew like a close family friend or something. And, and I, think I remember this and he was the one, he was talking about how now he believes her now, but he didn't before. Right. And it's like, why would you volunteer that you are so awful to us? It's really insane because it's like nobody asked. Right. That's, that's just always the thing for me. And that's how I know celebrities be on big cocaine because that's the kind of stuff that be happening. You just start sharing deep, dark shit that nobody asked you about. Nobody asked very deep and very dark. And it's traumatic as hell because damn, like, your dad didn't believe you. Now he's talking to Angela Yee about it. I will be very, I will feel very exposed and hurt. It's bad enough it already happened. Please don't tell Angela Yee. If I were Check to hear up. my father telling my personal business to Angela Yee, everybody has to get their ass whipped. And that's the thing. And that, and that goes back to the T.I. thing, which is a whole nother rabbit hole. But he volunteered that day's information because he didn't think nothing was wrong with that. Well, we, and then see, that's the thing when you get into everything that's going on with T.I. now, it's so crazy because as soon as we heard about the hymen inspections, everybody was like, the nigga's an abuser. Well, black women were like, the nigga's an abuser. And everybody was like, no, no, he's overprotective. He's overprotective. You know what that culture is? Checking hymens and shit? Trafficking. The nigga is weird. That is the type of shit that they do in human trafficking is check for virginity and all that bullshit. The nigga's a murderer. I don't know how, but it's ending up in murder. My money is that somebody died. That's where I'm, that's where I well, think it's I mean, he bought all that artillery and shit like the nigga from Money Talks. Of course, somebody's had to die. You're not just buying all that for decoration. Somebody's been killed. Well, I don't know because T.I.'s homeboys be the ones getting killed, so. Speaking they of also which, say T.I. is a mega informant as well. See, I, I believe that for all of that. When T.I. didn't snitch, bro, stop playing with me. The MTV show where he was doing his community service on TV, let me know this nigga's willing to do anything to not go to jail, which I understand. I've been just not playing. But now it looks like him and Tiny might end up in I personally just want to go pick up Major and, and Eris. One of them ladies said that T.I. tried to put his whole foot in her vagina. Did you read that? And yeah, I know T.I. ain't but a size 8 shoe, but that's not okay. It took me back to when J. Cole said dick so big it's like a foot is in your mouth. Uh, <laughs> I'm not sure. Why? 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 I thought it was funny. I thought it was really funny. No, I, I thought it was a great line, but why would you say that? But it's like, I hate when people bring J. Cole on sexy songs because the song will be like, kiss me and my pussy because it feel good. And he'll be like, black people need to put money into the community. Like, shut up. Yeah. So Yo. even though I do not believe J. Cole when he talks about sex, he's never a person that I would tribute any pussy to. He will get on the sexy track and talk his best cash shit. Now, do I believe it? Would I be like, you know who I'm gonna give some box to? Dramatic. <laughs> no, but he gets on the track and says what needs to be said. He'll say some cool shit now, but yeah. then he like lately as he got more woker, and that's the problem with the white mama mulattoes because they do too much. 
Because mm-hmm. why are you talking about Kaepernick? Because Tink, <laughs> Tink has a great sexual, about, about Miguel, Miguel is singing. <laughs> come through and chill. Talk about dick. I don't want to come through and talk I about the Nick. words of Tink's tweet when she was talking about he had comes in with his civil rights bars and he liked and J. Cole liked the tweet because he thought it was funny. And I'm, he knows that it's some bullshit because like don't nobody want to hear that shit. Then he came and told us he didn't read for real. And, and then so that made it worse for a whole woman with because then it's like how are you woke when you ain't even read the material? You just in between naps and it's fine saying anything, doing anything, lay down. But you know what? He, I know people, a lot of people didn't like his hair as he went from the cut to these locks. I actually think the grungier and more like dirty homeless he looks, the finer he gets. Now, granted, he's I don't never been unattractive. Like he's a, a, he's got like a little bit of a pit bull bottom of the face kind of thing going on, but he's, he's handsome. He's a handsome. I'm man. not going to comment on his hair. Anti-black enough on this episode. So. Well, so- I like, like my man is growing his hair out. He looks really, 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 really good. I'm not like, trying to he- it's a very like I I worked you know all day long I deserve the big piece of chicken kind of energy and that that is what I'm here for like you know that's big piece of chicken energy when a man works hard labor all day these niggas who sit at desk you're not getting no big piece of chicken we both get medium-sized pieces bitch ass nigga well no he's still still to me and a woman and we fight over last week chicken we're gonna have to go by weight so you're gonna be having you're gonna be having uh what's this the 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 temple show that used to be on Nickelodeon? Y'all gonna be doing that for the uh although yeah, yeah, for the piece because you're not just gonna get you know <sighs> shit, my last relationship, neither one of us work. So we both been sleep all day. I want the big piece, and if I can't have the big piece, maybe I y'all can just take shit. Back. Every other dinner, y'all get the big piece. So like maybe it's your turn, then I then it's my turn. And then, like on Wednesdays, y'all just fighting. Oh, I like mm-hmm. that. I like that a lot, actually. That sounds like super fun. Like set up a little tunnel or something. Yeah. yeah okay. Y'all could have a Nerf gun fight with for the. I want to do that so bad. That looks like so much yes, fun. Like, all I want. So much fucking fun. I want to get drunk. I want to tie my eyes with some sort of cloth, and I want to play pillow fight blindfold. That shit. Matter of fact, I will be doing that at some point this weekend. We can go ahead and wrap up now, I guess. Yeah, let's wrap. Yeah, we can wrap. Okay, cool. Well, thank y'all so much. Love y'all. Um, once we get backed up, we're going to be back in the studio with the vaccine, going crazy, live video, live events once everybody gets back. You like, I'm super excited for that. I'm super excited for my vaccine appointment. Whoa. Yes, it's going to be lit. So, y'all, no, keep for real. Out. Like, I'm going to get my vaccine. Period. It's going to be lit. It's very lit. I'm um, excited. All right. Well, that's it. Make sure y'all live tweet and write us letters. Tell us y'all business. Love Bye. Y'all. Bye. Bye.